0: Welcome to another episode of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo asking the musical question, do you want to build a snowman? The weather outside is so frightful that even I am broadcasting from home today. Colleen Daniel is here. She's at home as well. And we're joined by the About Mansfield news team. This is episode 60. We appreciate you being here with us. Coming up on this episode, Mansfield news and weather for the upcoming week.
1: And don't forget the trivia question of the week for a $25 gift card to Stevens Garden and Grill. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week.
0: The COVID-19 epidemic continues to spread its decline in Mansfield.
1: Winter storm wreaks havoc in many parts of Mansfield.
0: Changes in trash and recycling pickup coming soon to parts of Mansfield.
1: City council and school board ballots are all set for May elections. Space robot
0: takes its little helicopter to Mars. Feeling a little old-fashioned? Brian Serdin serves up the cocktail of the week.
1: Alexa has our seven day weather forecast, and Steve talks in studio with Mansfield Chamber CEO Lori Williams. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is about Mansfield. Did you know Southwestern Adventist University is located right in our backyard? With a small, safe campus, SWAU provides a Christ centered learning environment with hands on experiences and dedicated professors. For a limited time, local freshmen enrolling for fall 2021 will receive a stackable $3,000 scholarship. Are you interested in digital marketing, finance, or another aspect of business? Earn your degree at Southwestern Adventist University. Learn more at SWAU.edu.
2: logo or emblem defines who you are. So why not show it off with custom printed shirts? I'm Dana Wood with Ohana Screen Printing. We are a custom screen printing company and can print your design or help you create a new design. While t-shirts are our specialty, we can print on all kinds of apparel such as masks, hoodies, bags, you name it. Ohana means family and that's exactly why we started Ohana Screen Printing. To bring our family and community together through creative expression. We look forward to adding you to our family. Rest assured that when you do business with Ohana Screen Printing that your dollars stay local as we are a family-owned business based right here in Mansfield. If you're part of a business, organization, or sports team looking to make a visual presence, hit us up on Facebook or ohanascreenprinting.com. That's ohanascreenprinting.com.
3: Business owners, have you thought about growing your business through social media but don't know where to start? Never fear. I'm Sonia Salazar and Wise Media Group is here offering coaching for do-it-yourself social media marketing or we can do it for you. We have packages for every budget. Wise Media Group specializes in organic Facebook and Instagram growth. Let's get Mansfield businesses connected in 2021. Give us a call for a free 30-minute consultation at 817 817- 913 2989 That's 817-913-2989. Or find us on social media at Wise Media Group. That's WISE, W-Y-S-E, Media Group on Facebook and Instagram. Wise Media Group, helping you make wise
1: social media marketing decisions in 2021.
2: Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Adams, and you're
0: listening to About Mansfield.
1: Welcome back to About Mansfield. This portion of the news is brought to you by Ohana Screen Printing.
0: The COVID-19 epidemic appears to be slowly declining, but remains prevalent in Mansfield. Roving science reporter Dennis Webb has been battling a power outage for over 24 hours, having his hands full... I'll fill his shoes. On Friday, February 12th, Tarrant County reported 6,547 Mansfieldians as having tested positive. 5,400 are estimated to have recovered, and 102 citizens have died since the start. Since Monday was a federal holiday, the most recent data that we have to report is from Friday. 219 new cases this past week. This is our fifth week of decline in this indicator. The county estimates just over 1,100 active cases, also lower than recent weeks. This is the number of fellow citizens who can pass the virus to another person if both are not following county-recommended protective measures. Seven new COVID-19 deaths in Mansfield this past week, similar to the last three weeks, but below the record high of 15 from just a month ago. Mansfield ISD's data is inconsistent with other local trends and likely a product of the disruptive weather. Parents with school-age kids should keep an eye on the MISD website or individual reports from the schools. Mansfield Methodist hospital numbers are pretty much the same as the week before, 108 patients. The number of COVID patients in the ICU beds is also the same as the previous week, around 20, still well below our record high of 29 that we saw back in January. Tarrant County averaged 1,064 new cases each day, the fifth week of falling numbers since the peak during the first week of January. Test positivity rate has continued its several weeks of decline, now at 15%. percent Countywide hospitalizations with the virus is now declining, with last week's average value of 859 citizens in a hospital bed with the virus, the lowest hospitalization we have seen since late November. These numbers include those numbers from Mansfield Methodist Hospital. The county reported 228 deaths this past week, the fourth week with a new record high, though this number includes additions from previous months. Regarding vaccinations, Tarrant County is now reporting local data. This report suggests just 3% of eligible residents have received the second shot, suggesting we are a long way to herd immunity. Wash your hands, stay at home, wear a mask, says County Judge Whitley. The trends are improving, but we're not out of the woods just yet. Dennis will be back next week with a more comprehensive look at the coronavirus in Mansfield, but we will hear from him later in this episode on a report that he filed earlier in the week.
1: The winter storm that we've been experiencing for the past several days in Mansfield will finally be moving out of the area soon. Snowfall in most of Mansfield has been in the two to four inch range. Everyday staples, such as food, fire Wood, and even electricity were in short supply throughout the week while the storm shut us down with icy roads. The National Weather Service is calling this an historic storm while Governor Greg Abbott issued a disaster declaration on Friday in all 254 counties in the state. At one point on Monday morning, Encore reported that 32% of customers in the 76063 zip code were without power. This coming Friday will be the first time Time in a week that we will experience a high temperature above the freezing level with an expected high of 36 degrees. But there is a light at the end of the proverbial tunnel as the forecast high in Mansfield for next Wednesday is 71 degrees.
0: And Colleen, Mansfield ISD announced on Tuesday afternoon that district schools will remain closed for the remainder of the week. The City Council gave approval to a plan to revise trash and recycling routes for approximately 4,000 households in Mansfield. The plan, detailed by Environmental Services Manager Howard Redfern and representatives from Republic Services, will change trash, recycling, or both collection days for some neighborhoods. The reroute is necessary due to the growth and to increase efficiency and will begin on March 1st. The city will provide specific details on those changes to the impacted customers during this month. To see a map of the reconfigured routes, log on to our website, aboutmansfield.com and click on the Links tab.
1: The City Council and School Board ballots are now set for the May 1st elections. Both the Council and School Boards have three seats each on the ballot. Councilman Mike Lehman is an incumbent running against businessman George Fawcett and Assembly Worker Eddie Allen Chapman. Three candidates are hoping to unseat incumbent Casey Lewis, including Solutions Delivery Manager Vaughn Wynne-Jones, HR Director David Klein, and Auto Transporter Houston Mitchell. Incumbent Julie Short will go head-to-head with Funeral Home Director Christy K. Moore.
0: And on the school board side, Colleen, incumbent Michelle Newsom will try to maintain her tenure on the board against two candidates, including process engineer Godson Onwabiko Jr. and Mansfield resident Kenneth J. Chalk. Desiree Thomas is the incumbent for place two and will be going up against retired educator Yolanda McPherson, businessman Philip DeGroat, and registered nurse Teresa Okoro. And finally, place four Four is a special election that was vacated early by Raul Gonzalez and has seven candidates, including nonprofit consultant Corinne Fiagami, custom training manager Christine Beeson, physical therapist Megan Sutton, retired state employee Denise Lunsky. Teacher Kevin Robody, real estate professional Kezia Valdez-Farrar, and financial advisor Brad Crane about Mansfield intends to interview every candidate for council and school board and release those interviews prior to the start of early voting on April 19th. Exciting news from outer space as a new space robot takes its little
4: helicopter to Mars. To tell you all about it, roving science reporter Dennis Webb has the story. Thanks, Steve. A science thing to watch for in the news. Thursday, February 18th, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, the next Mars rover named Perseverance will land on the surface of the planet Mars. This landing will go through the same complex choreographed automatic landing as a recent large rover, Curiosity. And the landing process has been called seven minutes of terror by the people who designed and built it. It worked last time, but is a complex automatic engineering sequence where everything has to work exactly right. Hence the notion of terror. You should be able to watch the coverage online on the NASA TV channel or later in the news roundup the American Control Center will either be jubilant with, holy cow, we actually did it again, or frowning engineers trying to figure out what went wrong. This is high drama for us space geeks. If Perseverance lands successfully, it will be a familiar Mars rover, but it can do a couple remarkable new things first. The lander carries a helicopter named Ingenuity designed to fly in the thin Martian atmosphere. This is a technology demonstration to prove that this idea can work, so it doesn't carry any science instruments but has a camera, so there should be photos if it is successful. As the radio delays at the distance of Mars are long, it has to do most of its flying autonomously. If you've ever played with a toy or professional drone, flying is not easy. Think kids driving a drone into the lamps indoors, or the drone Getting carried away on the wind outside it probably won't fly for a while until the rover moves to a good place to launch the helicopter and the weather is right second new thing as perseverance roves the surface it has the capability to drill out soil and rock cores from below the surface and put them in containers to be later picked up by a future mars sample return robot mission or perhaps a human astronaut when we get humans to the surface of mars In space biz, this is called one big, hairy, audacious goal, a thing this robot was designed to do. I hope I live long enough to see this harvest come back to our planet. As always, we welcome any science questions from listeners. Put your question in an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. From the Science Desk at About Mansfield, I'm Dennis Webb. It's time right now for the cocktail of the week, and reporter Brian
0: Certain is feeling a little old-fashioned. Let's pour one up right now, Brian.
2: This week's cocktail is one of the most classic of all cocktails and is also one that is easy to make at home, the old-fashioned. Let's start with a definition, however. According to Wikipedia, a cocktail is an alcoholic mixed drink, which is either a combination of spirits, one or more, mixed with other ingredients such as fruit juice, flavored syrup, or cream, and that's what we'll be focusing on in the weeks to come. The first mention of an old fashioned was first found in 1862 in a book entitled Jerry Thomas's Bartender's Guide, How to Make Drinks, and is published giving instructions and recipes from the very early days of bartending. This book contains a recipe for an old-fashioned Holland gin cocktail. The recipe went like this. It said to crush a small lump of sugar in a whiskey glass containing a little water, add a lump of ice, two dashes of Angostura bitters, a small piece of lemon peel, and one jigger of Holland gin. Mix with a small bar spoon and serve. However, by 1880, The cocktail had transitioned from gin to whiskey with bartender James E. Pepper from Louisville, Kentucky, who was a bartender at a social club there. He took his whiskey cocktail version to the famed Waldorf Astoria, naming it the old-fashioned and history was made. This cocktail is one that does have several steps, but this, like every cocktail, will be found in detail on the bourbongospel.com website. What you'll need for this cocktail is an old-fashioned glass, a good muddler, a bar spoon, about two ounces of whiskey. It can be bourbon, it can be whiskey, it can be rye, whichever makes you happy. A sugar cube and a few dashes of Angostura bitters. You'll first place the sugar cube at the bottom of the old-fashioned glass. Add three to four dashes of the bitters. And now you're going to muddle the cube the bitters until the sugar is fully dissolved. You may need to add a couple of drops of water to fully dissolve the sugar cube. You'll then add the two ounces of whiskey and stir well. Add one large ice cube and enjoy. For a quicker, easier version, we're going to use much of the same tools, the Old Fashioned glass, a bar spoon, two ounces of whiskey. However, we're going to add one ounce of simple syrup instead of the sugar cube. My preference is pecan bitters. And then two Lizardo cherries. You're going to take the two ounces of whiskey, pour it into an Old Fashioned glass, add the one ounce of simple syrup, add the pecan bitters to taste, then add the Lizardo cherries in the, with the juice, with the bar spoon, and stir well and serve with one large ice cube. Now, some people feel the need to add an orange peel that is expressed over the drink and then placed inside the glass. But for me, that does not add to the cocktail, but again, to each of their own. As always, I'm open to hear your take and your input. You can reach me at bourbongospel at gmail.com. And until next week, as Ted Allen likes to say, life is too short to drink cheap booze. Reporting for bourbongospel.com and the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Brian Certain.
1: Saturday is National Love Your Pet Day. Perhaps a good day to take your pooch for a well-needed long walk after being snowed in for the past several days. Let's see if the weather is going to cooperate. Alexa? The forecast for the next seven days, Tuesday,
5: 22 degrees Fahrenheit in cold temperatures. Wednesday, 27 degrees
1: in snowy weather. Thursday, 33 degrees in cold temperatures. Friday, 33 degrees in cold temperatures. Saturday, 41 degrees and mostly sunny weather. Sunday, 53 degrees and in intermittent clouds. Monday, 57 degrees and intermittent clouds. According to the Tarrant Regional Water District, Mansfield lawns obviously need no irrigation this week. If you've experienced a power outage over the past couple of days, you may need to reset your irrigation controller if there's not backup power available to remember your program settings. You can view a map of watering recommendations for North Texas at waterisawesome.com. Congratulations to Tanya Jackson, who was the first person to email the correct answer to last week's trivia question. What does the acronym STEM stand for? According to the MISD website, STEM stands for science, technology, engineering, and math. Tanya has won a $25 gift card to Stephen's Garden and Grill. After the break, this week's trivia question of the week... I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. Hey, Mansfield.
3: Did you know cannabis is legal in Texas? I'm Sonia Salazar, co-owner of Wise Wellness. As cannabis educators and advocates, we can answer any questions you have regarding hemp-derived CBD. Wise Wellness carries a variety of products, including oils, topicals, edibles, and pet products. We are located on FM 157 beside Mansfield Fun Jewelry. As a thank you to the About Mansfield podcast listeners, we are offering a buy one, get one free special on select products. Just mention the podcast at checkout. Follow us on social media for our latest updates. Search for Wise Wellness. That's Wise, W-Y-S-E, wellness on Facebook and Instagram. See you soon.
0: Hey, it's Steve Casillo. I want to take a second to tell you about Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. It's where we record and produce our weekly about Mansfield episodes. Podcast Mansfield is a full service studio with recording, editing, mixing and mastering capabilities and can even help market your podcast. Podcast Mansfield is home to such great local shows such as Ask Philip. Face off spot and daughter of the other woman, just to name a few, and handles post production duties for remote clients such as coaching through chaos out of San Diego and military resource radio from Detroit. So, whether you're a hands on person who just needs a place to record your podcast or need the help from concept to completion, Podcast Mansfield is there to help. Conveniently located on Heritage Parkway, just off of 287 in Mansfield, for more information on starting your podcast, or if you're looking looking for a better place to record podcast mansfield recording studio can be found on the internet at podcastmansfield.com that's podcastmansfield.com
1: introducing
4: Cold Hammer stills? What is Cold Hammer stills? It's a 70-proof chocolate cappuccino liqueur that's been distilled six times with a balanced blend of coffee, light cinnamon, and cocoa to create an enticing, robust flavor. Here, try some.
1: Oh my gosh, Becky, 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 come here, you have to try this. Ooh, what the, this is so delicious. I've never had anything
4: like this. I need to have some more of this. Fine, Go. Oh! Old hammer still. Find Liqueur is a total wine and more or your favorite package store. Ask for it by name.
0: It's time right now for the highly coveted, wildly popular Trivia question of the week. The first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com will receive a $25 gift card to Stevens Garden and Grill. They are located at 223 Depot Street in downtown Historic Mansfield. Steaks, burgers, barbecue, and much, much more. You can check them out on the web at Stevens Garden and Grill grill.com let's get to this week's question Colleen
1: well Steve Mansfield police chief Tracy Aaron has a fairly high profile job here in town especially when police activity is high but did you know there's another chief locally of equal importance this week's trivia question is what is the name of the Mansfield fire rescue chief email your answer to trivia at about again what is the name of the chief of the mansfield fire department good luck and thanks to jan and john at stevens for the gift card coming up after the break steve talks one-on-one in studio with mansfield chamber ceo laurie williams stay with us i'm colleen daniel and this is about mansfield due to covid-19 The record amount of unemployment and loss of
5: health benefits to Mansfield area residents has been staggering. I'm
3: Carmen McMillan, Executive Director of Mansfield Mission Center. There's never been a more critical time for the Mission Center to offer essential services. During the pandemic, the Mission Center has assisted hundreds of Mansfield area families with financial assistance, employment help, food, and or medical care. If you or someone you know is in need of assistance, Mansfield Mission Center is here for you. For more
1: details, visit our website at Mansfield Mission. Mission.org. That's MansfieldMission.org.
0: Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk. And in the studio today, she calls herself an agent of change. And we're going to find out what that means. She is the CEO and president of the Chamber of Commerce, the Mansfield Area Chamber of Commerce. And uh, we welcome Lori Williams. Welcome to About Mansfield.
5: Thank you. Excited to be here.
0: A lot of people here in Mansfield know who you are, but they don't know who you are.
5: No, they don't.
0: <laughs> so so for the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to find out who is Lori Williams. Okay. And but first of all, what what's an agent of change?
5: Well, an agent of change is someone who likes to inspire change. And I do it for growth. Inspire change for growth.
0: Are you a Texas native? No where are you from? So
5: my dad is or was a career military. And so I'm an Air Force brat. And I was actually born in Arizona on an Air Force base. Mm -hmm. And then we traveled. And so I've lived in Texas the longest, but I'm not homegrown.
0: Air Force base in Arizona, would that be in Tucson? Chandler, Oh, and Chandler just Yeah, does... in fact,
5: it doesn't even exist anymore, Chandler Air Force Base.
0: Did you grow up in Arizona or did you move? I know you, you no, said you're an Air Force brat, so you yeah. moved around lot. Yeah, so
5: um, I was born in Arizona, and I think we stayed there about two years, and then my dad went to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And so when he went to Nam, uh, we went to Kansas, and that's where both of my parents' family um That's where they lived at the time. And so we stayed there for a year while my dad was in Thailand. And then when he came back, we were stationed to uh, Big Spring, Texas. And so we lived there for about a year. I think I went to kindergarten in uh, Big Spring, Texas. And then from there, we went to uh, Mississippi, Columbus, Mississippi.
0: Now, for those who live in Texas, but may not be from around here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where is Big Spring, Texas? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously?
5: Seriously. I think it's like (laughs) west, but I don't know where it is. That's funny because
0: I was thinking east.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. I don't. Isn't that interesting? I'm not
0: from around here either. (laughs) You went to grade school again in Mississippi?
5: Actually, I started kindergarten in uh, Big Spring, Texas. And then Oh, geez. I don't know how long we were there. I don't remember. Uh, We were never anywhere longer than two or three years. And then we moved to Mississippi, uh, Columbus, Mississippi. And we were there for a couple years. And then he received his overseas, whatever they call that. And they were wanting Germany, but we actually got um, Anchorage, Alaska. So that was interesting. It was all interesting. It was interesting because the, it's so different, you know, just so different. Oh, yeah. And Mississippi was an experience in itself. That's Those are the days, my earliest days of what I remember was in Mississippi. And I can remember, and this a lot of this has to do with my agent of change because, you know, we all have patterns in our life. And... um I can remember my dad coming home and telling us that we were going to go to Anchorage, Alaska. And we were like, we're going to live in igloos? You know, because we had no <laughs> clue what this was going to be like. Yeah. And and then I can remember it was my first recollection of of by then my, I was the oldest of four. And my youngest sibling was born in Mississippi. And I can remember thinking, why, why are you, why are we having another one? Uh-oh. <laughs> like, yeah, What? why? Why? Why does this keep happening? And then I can remember thinking, you know, I cannot believe that my dad's working for somebody who tells them where we have to live. So I was very like, really? So, and off we go to Anchorage, Alaska.
0: At what age was that?
5: I was in fourth grade, fifth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. Yeah.
0: Let's talk about little Lori. Okay. All right. Were you a good student?
5: Um, Yeah, I was fairly good. I mean, I wasn't superb, but yeah, I was a good student.
0: You moved to Anchorage at fourth grade. Uh How long were you there? Three and a half years. Okay, so you still moved around.
5: Yeah, and then from there, we went to um, Alamogordo, New Mexico. Mm
0: -hmm. Not a bad place to live.
5: No, but extreme weather, so you go from there to there. And um, I spent seventh grade... In seventh grade, and then I, uh, I think in eighth grade, is, is so we we're only there for a year, and then moved to Wichita Falls, Texas.
0: So I know where that is. Yes, you do. Up to 87. Yes, boom, you're there. Yes, you wow, you have moved around a lot. Yeah. So, from, from the, the sweaty south to the, the freezing north. Yes to New Mexico. Yes.
5: And we always lived on base. So that was another thing. Um being raised that way is very different. Um you know, it, the only difference in people, you were either military or civilian. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how you looked at everybody. And then we moved to Texas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you think living on base has developed you the way you are today with your business mind and 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 working with entrepreneurs, as opposed to living, say, off base and going to public school,
5: I think that there's two things that that I actually got from that, and one is the love of change. That yeah. this is where my agent of change stems from. In fact, I can remember when I graduated high school and got my first apartment. You know, every six months, I let's let's move, let's let's move, and and so not wanting to stay stationary, um, that took me a while to get that out of my system. So you begin to really love the change. You get bored easily. All right. The other thing is, yes, because we moved and because we were on base all the time. When we moved to Texas, it was shocking that people, their family, lived on the same street. You know, it, it, there was just so many things that were so different that I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Because we didn't, we didn't have that. We had our nucleus of a family. Right. Um, we would go once a year and see the other family, your extended family, but that was it. It was just you. And so you became to... It, it very independent. Also, always being the new kid in school. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you walk in, you're always the new one. You, I don't know. There's just something about that. Now, the bad, the negative to that type of an upbringing that I, that I experienced is that it doesn't bother you to turn your head and go because you were so used to it. Right. So, that's the other thing of it is you don't build long-term relationships because you know you're going to be leaving in 2 to 3 years no big deal you move on you so you get used to that.
0: So when you left the family you 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 left the the house it's time mm-hmm. for you to move on you found yourself bouncing around was that out of habit from bouncing around? as Yeah, a, 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 absolutely.
5: Absolutely. You, you look for, for the new and the different. You yeah. know, you're always looking for that. And so, um, I mean, I, I made the decision to move to Fort Worth the day after my 20th birthday. I knew no one. Wasn't terrified. Didn't scare me. Came down here for a job from Wichita
0: Falls. From Wichita Falls, okay.
5: And um, I started a career in sales, in outside sales, and um, and then just literally moved around enough to move my way up the food chain.
0: We're we're bouncing around a little yeah. bit too too much. I, okay. I I still did you graduate high school in Wichita yes. Falls?
5: Yes, I did.
0: I asked you if you're a good student in Mississippi, were you uh, through high school, what was your favorite subject? Um, history. And was there a part of history that you liked the most?
5: I don't know. I'm just fascinated with people. Uh, people intrigue me. I'm a, kind of an observer. Uh, and so history kind of plays into that.
0: Sociology would be a... Yes. You came to Fort Worth. What was your first job?
5: My very first job. Your very first
0: job. A lot of times it's in a restaurant or something. Well, it wasn't
5: because I was actually a DECA student in high school. I hated high school. I hated school. So my motivation to go into DECA was at the time, now they don't do it now, but in order to be a part of that program, you had to have a job. And so DECA was all about marketing. Um, that was the, really the main focus. So the very first job that I had, um, I actually worked in a, I can't remember the name of it, but it was, of course, it was at the mall. <laughs> uh-huh. And it was uh, uh, men's suits. They So I, I sold men's suits. That was my first job. And then the second job, I was a man assistant manager of a boutique in the mall.
0: And DECA taught you about leadership. Is that right? I, I don't remember what Deca stands for and, but I think it's a a, a well, leadership type. Yeah, high school kind of. And,
5: and the main thing was is to kind of, um, and it's very different now than kind of what it was when I was there. And of course, my memory of it, mm. I took it so I could get out of school, so I could go <laughs> to work. I had a very strong motivation to work. I mean, that was growing up. My my goal, I wanted to work. I wanted my own stuff. I wanted my own place. And I, and that was, that was my, my goal. And so DECA helped me do that early. I wanted it early. Um, you know, I wanted a car. Well, in order to have a car, you got to have a job. You got to have money. Um, back then, it wasn't given to you. You had to work for it. You had to pay for it. And at that time, not only did I have to buy my car, but I had to, you know, the insurance and the gas and sure. all that stuff. So um, I was real motivated to work.
0: But wasn't that a generational thing? You and they I again. are probably yeah. similar in age. Yeah. And I couldn't wait to get out of the house. Exactly. Couldn't wait to, no. to yeah. I uh, wanted
5: uh, my wheels. I wanted freedom, you know, and, and to me that the work was, but I also, I loved working. Mm-hmm. Um, I just always
0: have. Tell me about your first corporate job.
5: First corporate job. Uh, well, I sold copiers. It really wasn't a corporate job. I sold, that was the, the, the foundation mm-hmm. of my sales training. And I did that for almost five years and... From there, I went into um, a staffing um, company and that led me into the corporate world and um into management. And I chased that ring and I always call that brass ring the ring of fire. That's what it turned out to be for me, you know, because in sales and I was good at it and I loved it again, the ability to influence, influence change, to change someone's mind, to get them to buy what you're selling mm-hmm. is all about that. And, and I like that. And again, it's about the study of the individual. The more you understand someone, the more you can influence them. Uh, that's a nice way of saying it. That really was my entree into that. And Um, I did that for several years.
0: And the staffing helps you learn about how the business world works. the The entrepreneur of how they're thinking and what they're looking for in in terms of employees.
5: Well, and that and then and and the staffing piece of it I learned a lot about all different types of companies uh, and how they worked because before we would put uh, people on site, we would go do all these facility tours really understand what they were doing so I learned a lot about a lot of different types of businesses. When I went to work for um, a staffing franchise, uh, it was an international firm, I went to work for them as an area VP and I worked with, I had 43 franchise offices that I oversaw. In five different states. And so that's where I started my traveling. That's where I started my training. But that's where I started my consulting. Where Because my role was, you're here and you need to get here. So let's figure out how you're going to do that. So that's kind of where all that came in.
0: Do you like to travel?
5: At the time when I started, I did. But now, no.
0: So you're not a vacationer? No. Let's go to... I hate
5: traveling. Really? I hate it. It stresses me out. Huh. I don't enjoy it. And I have gone and I have done so much traveling in my past. There's really not anything that I have a burning desire to see that I can't pull up on the internet.
0: Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> you, I. that's, okay, that's something I didn't know about you. I just assumed, oh, Laurie Williams loves to travel the world. And, no. And,
5: okay. I traveled a lot. I really did. I traveled a lot. I've been to a lot of places. Mm-hmm. I had one place that I wanted to go, which was Banff, uh, Canada. All right. That would be probably the only place that I would want to go back. But other than that is there's it because you like to ski? No, it was just uh, no, I'm not a skier. It was beautiful. It's very similar to the Swiss Alps.
0: Yeah. It's clean. And it's closer than Switzerland. Yes. Yeah.
5: And it's not as cold as Alaska. Alaska was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah I'm just not a I'm not a traveler.
0: The one thing that that struck me is when I've 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 been in your office several times, you have Massive mounds of books mm-hmm. that, which gives me the impression that you're either buying books to show off or mm-hmm. you're constantly learning.
5: I'm constantly learning. I'm a self-taught individual. Yeah. I did not go to college. Again, work. I, I to me that was like a waste of time. I, I can go get a job now, make money. What do I need to slow it down for? Uh, I'm an action person, and I like to I like to do do do. And so everything I have done or can, I'm constantly learning. I'm always in a learning mode. And so books to me are a source of reference. I'm also, uh, one of my, um, strengths in the strengths finder theme is input and I love to collect information. Sure. I can't retain it in my mind, but I, if I know that I can reach out and touch it and grab it. So I love to collect information and books are a source of of that for me.
0: What's the last book you read?
5: Hmm. The last one, it was about Netflix and how they changed and what they had to do and how they, It's really, they live by no rules. So their rule is there are no rules. Um, so I thought that was kind of an interesting, but I I read books in a different way too. Um, most of all the books that I read have to do with business. I'm not a pleasure Mm -hmm. reader, although I do like Nelson DeMille. He's a great writer and he does crime stories. But other than that, I, I, I buy books for reference. And so when I pick up a book, I'm looking for the nuggets that I want out of it. Oh,
0: sure. And you're always quoting yeah. on, on Facebook. Yes. I love quotes. You've been the CEO of the Chamber of Commerce since 2015. Yes. What path led How you? How did I get there? How did you get there? Okay. And there have been some great names that have your
5: friend uh, helped me get there. No. Let me tell you the
0: story. Okay,
5: the traveling really was a beat down, and in talking with my husband, and I, I said, "You know, I am so sick and tired of traveling. I got to find something." And and at the level I w- I was at, every job that I would get would include traveling. I mean, it just it was the nature of the beast. And so he's like, "Well, you know, Mansfield's growing. He said there's got to be something around here." He goes, "Why don't you go talk to Scott Wellmaker?" Interesting. And I said, "Really?" And he goes, "Yeah, just go talk to him. See what's going on. See what see what you can find." So I said, "All right, I'll go do it." So I went and and met with Scott. And Scott said, "Oh, you got to do leadership, Mansfield." I go, "I really don't want to." I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound like anything that I would enjoy doing. He roped
0: everyone into.
5: I know he did. Yeah, he did. And so I said, oh, all right, Scott, I'll do it. And I thought, I'll try it. Let me try it. So that actually opened up all kinds of doors for me, that one move, that one thing that I did, because through that, I met a lot of different wonderful people in the class that I was in. Mm But I also, at that time, to go through Leadership Mansfield, you had to be a member of the chamber. Well, I wasn't a member of the chamber, so I joined the chamber. I didn't want to do that either. (laughs) And I can remember when I joined the chamber, one of the things that they wanted me to do is they were like, well, you know, you can get involved and go do this meeting. And I'm like, all right. So I go to this meeting, and I was thoroughly, I could not believe that they were sending people to this meeting. It was like a and I say this all the time, so I don't mind saying it to you, but it, it was like an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. You know, one person would get up and tell them all about themselves. They'd go around doing that. And then for the rest of the hour, one of them would get up and talk more about themselves. And so I was like, this is horrible, you know, and that's really kind of where the slogan that I have at the chamber, it's not about you. Yes. Cause it's not about you. But at the time, it was almost, that's everybody I came in contact with, it was about them. And I thought, that, that's, that's not right. That's wrong. But that's how I got involved with the chamber. And before I ever even worked at the chamber, I had, my idea was, I said, I went to the uh, president at the time and I said, this is not good, but I have a solution for you. And so I, had, I pitched her the Mansfield Connects. And I said, it's an ed- educational program. You know, they get some content, plus then you get some structured opportunities to get to know other people. And so I actually started that, I don't know, 2013?
0: And Mansfield Connects st- still... Still
5: runs today. So anyway, so that's, that's kind of how that happened. And through that, I actually met a guy, Russ Wilson, who -hmm. said, oh, you got to come to Rotary. And I'm like, trust (laughs) me, I'm not a joiner. I don't like to join. I've already joined the chamber. I'm just, I don't, I'm not a joiner. And he goes, no, 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 it's different. So he badgered me for probably three months before um, I actually went to a meeting. And I liked it. I enjoyed it. And they were doers. See, I'm an action person. I don't want to just go to a meeting for a meeting. Give me something to do. And so I joined. And got really involved in that. And at the time, Bry Acker, mm-hmm. he was getting ready to be the chair of the chamber. And he said, Hey, he said, uh, will you sit on the board with me? And I go, Oh, all right. We'll try it. So I, I, I started saying yes to a lot of things. Lo and behold, one day, um, it just turned out that I was going to hold down the fort and, uh, two weeks. I said, okay, two weeks. I'll give you two weeks. And, here I am
0: at Leadership Mansfield. What was your illiterate name?
5: Uh, Leader Lori.
0: <laughs> Leader Lori, of course. How did I not know that? I was uh, Safety Steve.
1: <laughs> was
0: if someone wanted to join the chamber, they don't have to be a business owner. They what you what could, did, what are the uh, parameters to join the chamber of commerce?
5: The main. Criteria is that you can look at what we do and who we are, and that jives with you in some way. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think, oh, social networking. And I've worked very hard to provide some meat and potatoes to um, that membership, per se. Mm-hmm. Not everybody who wants to should join. And so I normally do have a conversation with them and, you know, this is who we are. This is what we do. Um, making sure that, you know, the expectations are right. A lot of times people think that if they join the chamber, all of a sudden they're going to get this business. It didn't happen that way. You know, so I try to explain what it is. There's a lot of, misconceptions about what a chamber is and what they do and how it can impact you. And so I, I, I tell them stories of where I've seen people who have joined and it's worked very well for them and it did help their business. But I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. the secret and the secret is it's not about you. People who join the chamber are thinking this is going to help me. What are you going to do for me? What's everybody else going to do for me? Doesn't work. Trying to sift that out early is really the number one thing. And then after that, joining the chamber, I mean, it's it's easy, it's
0: an easy thing to do, but... Um, what are some of the benefits of being a chamber member?
5: The benefits in some ways, it, it kind of depends upon you. Just because you join, it's not like you bought a washer and a dryer. <laughs> right. You know, nothing gets delivered to you. Um, it's very intangible, but it requires participation. And so if someone joins and then doesn't participate... They're not going to get anything. Right? There is no benefit, and that's what I tell people. If you if you don't have time to participate, then don't expect anything. Right? Um, we do have a, a an advertising package that somebody if they just want their name in the directory, do that. You know, if you can't be involved but you want to be associated, then just get your name in the directory. That that alone is 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 well enough. I I mean, our SEO is very good. And having your name in that directory will you leverage all of the websites connected. So that helps you out immensely as far as being seen on the internet. But you know, what you get is what you put into it. But our main things that we do operate around the acronym ACE. So A is for advocate. We are Heavily tied with all of our legislators, uh, and especially in a year like we're in this year with um, uh, our Texas session being um, or going on, we are... Uh, partnered with five other, uh, four other chambers in in a northeast chamber coalition, and so we pull together and we represent over five thousand businesses. That gives us a very loud voice. Sure. And when you're trying to stop a bill, or you want to push a bill, or you need help, you need power behind you. One person alone is not going to make something happen. So that is one one thing that we do. The C is connect. And to me, that's something that happens organically and naturally. You shouldn't force connections. And so, therefore, you know, I'm not a big proponent of doing that. I think the connections happen out of the advocating and then E, educate. So, when we put those types of things together, those types of events, um, people come together, you're naturally going to connect. You know, if you're looking for a certain type of person or a service or a product or whatever, and one of our members does it, we'll connect you with that. So we do do that. But um, that's the main thing, being, being a part of that community. The thing about, even though Mansfield is a small community, we're growing and we're getting larger, but it's still that network of referral. Who knows who? That's how it works. Let me just put it to you like this. People that join the chamber, that have the attitude, you know, what can I do? How can I help you? And that's how they approach everybody that they meet. They're thinking about them, the other person. Those are the ones that quickly grow their business. And it's interesting. I've seen it happen time and time again. And it's the wildest thing. There's really no secret to it. But yet... Everybody thinks that it's so complicated and it's not. Just go out there and try to help other people, you know, in whatever it is that they're trying to do. And you will reap the reward of that. You will absolutely reap the
0: reward of that. Well, Lori, how can I help? (laughs)
5: Let me help you.
0: (laughs) If someone was interested in more information about how to join the chamber, where, where would they go?
5: Oh, they would go to the Internet. Everything's I've, digital.
0: I that. Go.
5: I know. It's crazy. But it, you have to go to the website. You have to go to mansfieldchamber.org.
0: Mansfieldchamber.org. Mm-hmm.
5: And then there's these red buttons all over the place that say join now. <laughs> <laughs> you just click they're, on one. They're
0: pretty obvious. Yeah, they're
5: pretty obvious. And when you click on it, and a lot of, it doesn't mean that you're gonna be committed immediately. Uh, it will give you options and you, you can see the different levels of packages and options that you've got. We even have an e club option. If somebody just you know, I'm not sure and I just want some information, you know, then we'll include you in our newsletter that goes out weekly. And um, you can start there if you want to. So lots of options.
0: And they'll have the opportunity to get to know Lori Williams. Yes. Lori from Arizona, Mississippi, Anchorage, and Wichita Falls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on About Mansfield and explaining what the chamber is and, and learning a little bit about Leader Lori. Yeah. Thanks for being on About Mansfield.
5: You're welcome. Thanks for having
0: coming up next week on about mansfield yes it's more mansfield news talk and information we will have another captivating conversation with a member of our fine community the show will be released on wednesday february 24th until then don't forget to follow this podcast if you haven't already so you never miss an episode it's free and it's easy just enter your email address on our website aboutmansfield.com we will never send you any spam we promise
1: about Mansfield is recorded at podcast Mansfield recording studio hosts Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel reporters Stacy Maine and Dennis Webb moment with the mayor feature Michael Evans school board recap Courtney Lackey Wilson home improvement feature Terry Radswin cocktail of the week feature Brian certain sports tommy cummings post-production editing mixing and mastering steve casillo
0: we appreciate you listening on behalf of the entire news team i'm steve casillo and this is about mansfield